Welcome to the Dow Factor. I'm your host, Lisa Yu. I'm a tech investor, entrepreneur, and speaker that got into crypto in 2017. This podcast will cover crypto, DAOs, Web3 communities, and the key leaders behind them. For those who are new to DAOs, a DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization that's taking the world by storm. Today, I'm super excited to introduce to you our guest, Paul Hill, founder of Strata, a Web3 marketplace for artists and collectors of physical and digital artwork targeting young emerging artists from marginalized backgrounds. Their mission is to uplift each other and provide a support system for artists to build out their careers independently and to provide equitable opportunities. First off, thank you so much, Paul, for joining our podcast. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, I'm curious, you know, what are you most passionate about? What motivates you to wake up every day? Yeah, um, I start my day and end my day with Strava right now. It is our first year out, so I'm trying to move as quickly as we can and as intentional as possible. So it takes a lot of thought and uh, focus as well as, you know, energy to like, put forward into that. In terms of my own personal values and missions, they certainly feed into Strata, 100%. The way that I approach certain projects that I work on and even um, consulting opportunities is starting off with a problem and just thinking of what is the current problem that's at hand and then how do we create a solution for it? And it's kind of reworking those thoughts and ideas around that solution until i feel like we have one we should start you know testing around and before um we get to that perfect one there's going to be some hiccups but we will get to that perfect one and the problem that i saw with the current art world that we live in that we that uh, most artists exist in right now is the lack of diversity as well as like the high barrier of entry for many artists to pursue full-time careers i'm not sure how familiar you are currently with the art world or like the art industry, but, um, you know, just from like quick overview demographics wise within institutional spaces, 85% of artists are white, 87% are male and only 2% of artists on a global scale are actually represented by institutional spaces and by art galleries, leaving out, you know, all the other 98% of artists. And we're also seeing a huge issue just in the, in the, in the form of house sales commissions uh, currently take place with most people don't know about this is that 50% of sales from an artist whose work is exhibited uh, goes the sales commission to the art gallery that is showing their artworks. And within that transaction, what we're seeing is that one, the artist is providing this artwork that they spent the past couple of weeks or months working on. And in return for the 50%, the art gallery is one providing connections and building that reputation for the artist by connecting them with other people within their network, uh, as well as providing like uh, the sales for the mm-hmm. artist and, and, and creating that transaction for them. The biggest issue that we're seeing that makes all of that seem okay and normal to the art world and community that we currently exist within is the lack of tech as a background. So piecing it together here and just to say that the reason why 50% is currently seen as something that makes sense and is a proper valuation is because there's no use of tech within these art deals. Currently, when someone wants to purchase an artwork, that goes through 
um, uh, someone who is already familiar with the gallery and will contact the, um, uh, the whoever's advising that sale or the art dealer for that gallery or the art gallery director themselves uh, to purchase the artwork. They'll send in uh, an invoice, pay the uh, for the artwork, and in return, they will receive the physical artwork as well as the certificate of authentication saying mm. that they now own that artwork. Um, and those will all either be on actual paper or via email. So that is the extent of how much technology is used currently within the art world. Um, and that's not touching on like social media and that sort of marketing. So what I obsess about, what I wake up and think about every morning is just how do we create a more efficient system backed by tech in order to support this new generation of artists that we work with. We primarily work with artists who are young and emerging, uh, primarily from marginalized background, focusing on uh, this newer generation of artists, specifically Gen Z and younger millennials um, who are looking for a new outlet and a new road, a new direction to take, which is by definition and translation what Strata means, which is street road, creating a new path for artists to take within this industry, which is backed by tech. And that is what I obsess about. That is what I wake up and think about every day. And that's what I think about before I go to sleep. I love and- that. You're truly first <laughs> in your business. And how did you yeah. get into all this? Is, is your background in art? Are you an artist yourself? Yeah, I sold screen prints. That was my first introduction. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I, what kind of prints? Uh, this artwork that I designed and made on my own, I really called it uh, Ulipian. Um, it was like the title of the, the print series. But prior to that, I was studying at college, at Grinnell College, a small liberal arts school that no one knows about in Iowa. And they're studying computer science and art. Um, but through my focus, I wanted to create um, VR programs through an educational standpoint, creating opportunities for people to, you know, travel to places that they couldn't afford to travel to and just be able to click on certain locations, buildings, statues within their proximity that they can learn more about. Sort of as like a virtual field trip. I was in school for about two years before I figured out what I really want to do, which was Strata, because uh, COVID hit. I moved back to New York City. I was trying to figure out how to afford rent in New York. And my initial idea was to sell screen prints. So I started selling screen prints. And as soon as I started selling screen prints, I realized how many issues currently existed within the art world, especially through just selling artworks. Yes. And that's when things started to click for me. And as soon as I started like seeing those issues, I started like, trying to figure out a solution for those. And then as I started working on these solutions, started getting more involved with the art world, started seeing more and more issues within it, and also mm-hmm. seeing how people currently operate in it and also see like what people enjoy from it. That's how I started creating this idea about what Strata is and like how it would come to life. Yeah, that's incredible. It's like you struggled as an artist with the current system that's broken and you're customer number one. You built a solution to help the entire industry. And, you know, I want to understand what have you identified that's broken in the art industry? And, you know, what are you looking to do to solve that? Yeah, I'd say that the major obstacles currently for artists is just a lack of resources and tools to build their careers independently. Most of the structures in place are currently built by uh, art galleries, art dealers, and art advisors who have the resources and knowledge and connections to have these sort of transactions between artists and art collectors, which often leaves out artists from having this understanding of how to sell their artworks by themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So that's a major issue that we're trying to solve. And that's what we're doing through the marketplace. We have three main branches of Strata. One is the online marketplace where artists can list their own artworks, make their own profiles, sell direct to art collectors themselves. Beyond that, most front-facing wise, we have in-person exhibitions where we showcase artworks from artists from across the country, just flying in from as far as Montana, as close as New York City, bringing these artists together who we believe are like top artists of this generation and showing their artworks. And then beyond that, we have our artist grants and residency programs where we, you know, provide financial support for artists as well as provide uh, studio space for free for artists to make their own artworks in. Um, one, because that's a huge barrier as well for artists is just, especially in New York City, is real estate and how expensive that can be and oh, how unattainable yes. it can be. Those are the main things that we provide as current solutions to all those different issues. And then obviously like the lack of uh, representation for artists from marginalized backgrounds is a huge one as well. So we um, although the platform is for it, we don't we don't discriminate uh, based off like gender, race, or background for the platform. We do focus on highlighting um, artists from marginalized backgrounds, making sure like in in person exhibitions we have a a high percentage of artists who are BIPOC or come from or, or non male, um, and it shows. We have the impact shows. Yeah, if you go to any other art. Go, it's yeah, definitely. But also, if you go to most gallery spaces, I'm I'm not saying all gallery spaces, but most gallery spaces will go into, and they will be primarily white and primarily male when you go to an in-person exhibition. Mm-hmm. However, for our collector base, ninety percent of our collectors are female slash non-binary, and also ninety percent are BIPOC. So that's incredible. The numbers. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, that's like one of my like, the biggest things I'm proud of myself for Strata is that we have created a system and community that is one supportive and also welcoming for all sorts of art collectors and it's not just one you know demographic that we're really appealing to we've really tapped into a niche that's felt extremely unappreciated for Mm -hmm. so long and are providing one space for them but also you know helping them grow their own career so you're not just saying this is the mission you're you're actually doing it you're living it you're creating this DAO. So tell, tell me more about the DAOs. So it sounds like you've created a DAO yeah. to create mm-hmm. a community that's, that's governing brand distribution and providing grants and studio space. How many yeah. artists are on the platform today? I know 90% of them are BIPOC, female, yeah. groups. Um, but yeah, how, how many artists have you onboarded so far? We have over 500 artists so far within our network uh, for the marketplace and artists that we've exhibited. We launched this past uh, September 17th in 2021. Um, oh, so it's been very fast. It's less than a year. Fast. Yeah. Less than a year. We're coming up on our one year anniversary from our first exhibition that we ever had before we officially launched as a company, which wow. was uh, July 28th, which I'm super excited for. And the, uh, the DAO is... Again, the same thought process that I had when I initially thought about Strata, which is thinking about this problem that we have at hand and just creating different solutions for it until we finally get to one that seems right. And what we started off with, which was this grant and residency program, was amazing. You know, we're providing one financial aid as well as studio space for artists to yeah. you know, uh, reap the benefits and you know have financial support. But what we really wanted to do, what I personally uh wanted to do i just didn't it didn't sit 100 percent right with me there's still something there that was like this can be better 
even if we are doing this, this could be better. And I was thinking about what it could be that could be better. And it was the lack of autonomy that the community had in like uh, the grant distribution aspect of it. I was still the one who was reading these applications. I was the one who was reviewing these different artists and picking who would receive what. I wanted to create a system where it really did involve more of the community that we've already built so far. And I figured out the best way to go about that was through blockchain, making sure that one, it's on a public ledger, two, you're able to see exactly who's a part of it and um, how much money is a part of the treasury, as well as making sure that everybody that has bought into this treasury are the ones who are submitting their own proposals. They're also the ones who are voting on who receives what. Um, and they are the ones who completely create their own decisions. And me and my team, we have zero say in who receives what. So we had our first grant that was distributed, which is a pretty big opportunity for a lot of these artists, which was that I sat on the board with the other art fair, which is like uh, this big art fair. They have over 5,000 people and attendees and hundreds of artists in Brooklyn, New York. They um, invited me to serve on the board with their founder of the art fair and the director of the art fair to uh, assess which artist should receive these um, artist okay. booths that they've applied for. Uh, yeah, yeah, similar. So they, they ran their own grant and that their system was the system that we were doing prior, which was you know, having like a set board and like a set group of people go through these applications, review them, and then vote on them themselves. And part of the compensation, like they compensated me financially, uh, but then they also offered to Strata to one host uh, the art fair for an evening and just, it would be our night, the Strata night, and then also have our own booth for us to select our own artists. And I was like, well, great opportunity. We can just offer the booth as a grant. It could have been an opportunity for us to like make some money by selling an artist's artwork there and like taking yeah. a part of the sales commission. But I decided why like no better opportunity right now to practice this community governed grant distribution system that I've been thinking about and building than with this grant. So we just did that. So we um it was it was a, it was a great opportunity and went extremely well. We had over a hundred people submit their votes and we had I think over 20 artists apply for the three spots that were available. So we had three artists who were officially selected. Um, two from Miami, Florida. So they flew up, put up their artworks. We had one from Brooklyn, New York. She came over, put up her artworks, and it was great. Yeah. Great opportunity. Yeah. I mean, you saw the opportunity to practice this whole decentralized governance model. So tell mm-hmm. us more about you know the DAO structure, the tokenomics, mm-hmm. ownership. You know, how, how do yeah. you run and operate kind of this community governed distribution rather than? having a single authority make all the decisions of where the grant money goes, you're empowering yeah. the whole community to vote as a collective. So yeah. tell us how technology, the blockchain and DAOs can really assist with that. Absolutely, 100%. So it's a matter of um, thinking about incentive as well as autonomy. Those are like the two biggest things that I, I go back and forth between. One, making sure that people actually have something of value. I guess the, the space and the community calls it utility, having one utility and autonomy. Those are like the two main things to think about, I think, when creating like a successful DAO. There, some would argue that the third major piece of it is memeability and uh, and culture building. That's definitely what we have right now in the short term with people creating, you know, more viral 
like uh, uh, content to just hop on really quickly. But from what my perspective, I think for things that are here to last for a long time, just the focusing on those two things, utility and autonomy. So the utility for the Strata NFTs is one, you purchase one of the Strata NFTs, 50% of the proceeds automatically go to the Strata treasury, 50% fund Strata operations like myself and my team. That's mm-hmm. just to ensure that we can keep doing what we've been doing, which is supporting different artists, while also making sure the, treasure, the Strata Treasury remains funded. Yes. An initial launch. We did a very initial launch very early on in the very end of December, very beginning of Jan- uh, January, where we created the first system for people to customize their own 3D avatars and then mint those as NFTs. Since then, you've seen a lot of people do the similar things, but um, we were the first ones to to have that go out successfully and, and into that feature. And going forward, what we'll be doing after another larger release of those sort of drops, but just to make sure that this treasury remains consistently funded forever, and also to make sure that the community are the ones who are regulating exactly how much a Strata NFT is worth. Those will be daily auctions to a daily auction of two Strata NFTs, 50% of the proceeds from the treasury, 50% fund Strata operations. And that's the way that the treasury will be funded. One NFT equals a membership automatically to the Strata DAO, as well as one vote within the Strata DAO. So as soon as you have a Strata NFT, you're able to pitch your own projects, you're able to request a set amount of money, and you're also able to start voting on other people's applications and proposals. So that's what like the current um, entry process is like. If you'd like me to get into the voting, I can do that really simply as well. The voting process itself is also pretty simple. One, making sure that it's the majority say. So you need to have over 50% of the people who participated in voting vote for you for yes. But you also need to have 25% participation from everyone who is a part of Strata DAO or Strata Friends DAO. That just means you need 25% of people that have Strata NFTs to either say yes, no, or they're impartial. But if over 50% of those people who participated say yes, then you automatically receive the funding without the Strata team having to transfer funds ourselves. It's already encoded into the smart contract to automatically receive the funds, which is you know the autonomy part of everything. And then that's just a system that's just designed to, to last. If there are any changes that the community feels like are needed, that will be on them to, you know, pitch their own proposals as to what should be changed within the voting system in the DAO. And if it's voted by um, a majority say, then those changes will be made. I love how you just broke it down and made it super clear. Um, yeah. <laughs> what are some of the benefits of running Strata Friends as a DAO? It's so new, but the absolute benefit, I would say, is uh, autonomy and community building for this generation of artists and collectors who want to uh, support one another themselves. So it is, I, but I generally think that like um, blockchain DAOs are the best form of crowdfunding as well as community building. One, because it is fully public. You can see at any point in time exactly how much money is in the wallet, as well as you can absolutely confirm that all that money that's been voted on by you or by other members of the team of the DAO who say this is how much money this person should receive, you can make sure that that is the money that is going. There's no more and no less. It's that exact Full transparency. Yeah. Exactly. Which is what the physical art world lacks. The physical art world lacks a ton of transparency. So that's like my biggest pull 
and interest into tapping into the Web3 space is that transparency as well as the community building. And lastly, making sure that artists receive royalties and resold artworks. But that's not currently a part of the DAO right now. That's something that we're focusing on for the future. Totally. Well, you talk about community. Um, what do you think yeah. is the heart of building community? You know, beyond like the tools and the platform and the community governance and you yeah. know, the grant programs, what what have you found to be kind of the key to building community? The key to building community for Strata is just kind of tapping into our talents of one, my ability to find these young artists who I truly believe are going to be top artists of our generation and showing them early before anyone's really like taking that risk to bring them on and showcase their artwork while also making sure that everyone feels involved in a part of this process. So like when we have feel like they're part of, of something bigger than themselves. Exactly. And not having it just be jargon in like a facade, but genuinely actually having them be a part of this process. So like when we have We've, we've done community-governed events as test runs previously, and those are really fun and funny. Is, is, uh, I, I had this idea to do, it had the potential to be a global treasure hunt. It ended up just being the oh. U.S., but um, created these uh, keys, actually. If I can find this one for keys. you, I'll yeah, show you. Uh, so created these, these keys. Oh, so uh, cool. We had three different designs for these keys, and mm -hmm. each three of those designs had a date from uh, one of our exhibition opening nights. This one was from October 23rd for 1023. And um, we allowed our Instagram community to decide which three cities we were going to send these keys to. Oh, and, fun! <laughs> yeah, and then um, they, it ended up uh, being New York, LA, and Charlotte, North Carolina. And then the final Interesting. Day, North Carolina snuck in there. <laughs> North Carolina rallied. And it was truly because of their community. They just all decided to band together and just yeah. like reached out to all of their friends, like, guys, we need Strata. We need more yeah, of like this oh, art community within our city. Yeah, they said New York has an art community. Charlotte, I mean, uh, New York has an art community. Chicago has an art community. LA has their art community. We don't have anything. Let's try and bring Strata to Charlotte. And they did it. So oh, Charlotte. I, I can't wait for gals to disrupt like elections and how we govern and vote. Like it's just yeah, such an efficient insane. way to vote and rally. Yeah. And it's fully transparent. So um, Charlotte rallied. I think they actually ended up having more votes than New York, Chicago, and LA. Definitely than LA and Chicago. Um, and it was, it was really funny to see that. And anyway, so we ended up sending these three uh, keys to those three cities and hosted a treasure hunt and uh, all three of those were found and it was great so was like, that was our first experience with community governed voting my approach to introducing technology and these new ideas to communities that are like pretty much not receptive not as open to going down these new paths is by just having fun so i wanted to like create like a fun game for people to see like participate in and vote in and then they got it they were there like, oh this makes sense and this is actually working and then mm -hmm. um after that we had the artist booth at the art fair as a grant to distribute to people one because it's something that people need and really wanted just to like boost their own careers and participate in and it was free um and now the next step will be for the introducing our physical art community to 
the uh, the DAO because currently we've only been sourcing people from NFT spaces and Web three spaces for the DAO. Right. We're we're waiting for the physical art world to catch up and make sure we're not scaring them off or turning them away right. by moving yeah. too quickly with them. You're yeah. focusing on the digital and NFT art world for now with the plans exactly. to expand to physical art and to bring Web two into Web three. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Well, you know, I want to know what are some of the values and core tenets of Strata Friends? The main focus is community government grant distribution. That's like the number one thing mm -hmm. that we focus on. We're trying to make it as simple as possible, not trying to, you know, I feel like within the uh, NFT space, we definitely see a lot of jargon and promises, but this is just what we are here to deliver. And that's the main focus, which is uh, community government grant distribution. Beyond that, we have, you know, uh, events planned for this community. Certain opportunities will be available for Strata Friends DAO holders, but everything is focused on art and artists in our community, such as like for, we have workshops that we've hosted for in-person exhibitions where we have like a ceramicist come in and they teach people how to make different clay sculptures that we then take and fire for them. So we'll be having more workshops happening in the future and those will have, you know, either discounts or free spots for Strata DAO holders, just to make sure that there's additional utility to the uh, DAO beyond the grant distribution. What are your long-term goals for the DAO? Like, do you plan to create art galleries, uh, be a funding arm for artists to create your own <laughs> What are your yeah, I mean, thoughts and goals? Are there yeah. other NFT drops coming up too? Yeah, so the, the long-term goals with the DAO itself is to remain fully autonomous. It's to remain as a branch of strata that i have zero control of just creating different opportunities and resources for people to vote on themselves so we currently have our own art gallery we have our own gallery we have our own exhibitions we showcase our own artists i've been listening to the crowd it does seem like people of strata friends dow would want to have their own art gallery that they govern themselves that definitely just that's you know, cool needs way more it'd be very cool it's very expensive. So we need way more capital yeah. for them to play around with That's <laughs> um, and make sure, especially when it comes down to that being way more of just like a community oriented space and less so of a, uh, uh, a business venture. Because if it were more so of a business venture, at least there's capital to make sure that things keep going. But mm -hmm. for a community governed space, it would solely be just off of the great vibes. So right. you want to... <laughs> And how many people can join the DAO um, is pretty unlimited, right? Yeah, so we're actually changing up those numbers right now with like the way that the market is currently structured. Previously, we were going to launch with 3,333 for mm -hmm. uh, our upcoming drop, but uh, we're restructuring the exact number that looks like. We honestly might just even hold off. We might just hold off until the market is back up again. And uh, we're in a place where people are seeing that they actually have capital to spend on joining a DAO, which is also in our benefit. One, because the physical art world has more time to catch up and also gain interest as well. Beyond that, it'll be infinite in terms of time, but limited in quantity. So it'll be two a day forever. Yeah. I see. Ooh, so very exclusive. Yeah. What are what were some of your favorite artists growing up and who are you following now? Well, when I was growing up, I, I grew up in New York City, so I was going to like uh, the Met, the MoMA, Natural History Museum, those sort of things. I wasn't really going to art galleries until I got to high school and I started exploring different spaces and areas. It's even funny because in high school, I wasn't, I wasn't going there through like a scholarly lens or anything. That's, that's only happened recently. 
in high school, I was going with like the social aspect of it. I was going to like meet other, you know, like-minded, young, New York City, creative type people. I'm just meeting great people and seeing how those spaces operated. It's just going for a good time. But my favorite artist as like growing up, Carrie James Marshall and Monet, who are like these big names, also really in love with Carl Walker when I got into high school. Recently, I have I have all these other new favorite artists who are these young, super talented artists who are making these incredible artworks. And it's 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 really beautiful to see. One of my favorite artists right now, Amanda Ba. She's this extremely talented artist. She graduated from Columbia University, lived in New York, and then uh, she's now re- currently living in uh, London. She's finished her, her first solo show, which is beautiful. So oh, glad of her. And another favorite artist of mine is Sasha Gordon. She's killing it. Easy, hands down, going to be known as one of the top five, top 10 artists of our generation. Wow. Another favorite of mine, Sophia Wilson, who's a photographer. Very recently, there's been this, this one painter who I uh, appreciate his works so much. I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now. <laughs> no worries. I love that you mentioned three female artists as your top you know, artists yeah, following I mean, now. Yeah. And um, I, I can tell that you know, your platform purpose is to support these up-and-coming artists who are marginalized. So you know, yeah. of course, you're following the ones that are up-and-coming that are female yeah. black I don't love them because they're just like female marginalized. Like these are background. These are objectively best artists that I have seen of our generation right now. They are just tapped into um, a skill level and fantasy worlds of their own Mm -hmm. and leading this entire new generation of contemporary artists in terms of like color theory details and just how they move independently as as people aside from their craft so yeah i'm I'm excited to see what's next for all of them yeah well the trend that i'm seeing across all creative platforms is this the sense that the individual creator can create their own business and you know whether it's in music Mm -hmm. or acting or content and that wasn't possible before and so it does seem like Web3 is empowering creators to chart their own path, to set their own rates, to attract their own fan base. You know, what is your advice to people who are artists and creators who are just getting into Web3 and deciding if they should start or join a DAO? Research. Research. And and join a DAO. See what is... (laughs) And join a DAO. Exactly. Do what it's about first. Absolutely. Research... uh, Research by doing, for sure. And follow the same path as every successful art collector has always done, which is first and foremost, ask yourself, do you like it? Do you like the artwork that is there? Do you like the the system and community that's currently built? Or um, are you solely doing it because other people like it and there's some sort of like financial incentive attached to it? If you don't genuinely love the artwork or the community, it's just, it's, there's no point. And doing it and exactly. you're not gonna you're not gonna be as successful definitely just just do your research and uh, make sure that what they're saying is reflective of what they're doing and get some friends of yours involved as well it's no there's no point to like go yeah. into anything alone grab, it's always grab some friends have, exactly grab those friends grab those friends yeah. grab those friends and uh yeah that's all that's all i have excited so to see um what's happened because i'm i'm sure 
that um, the best that's to come, um, those creators of those DAOs and, and projects may not even be in the NFT and Web3 space yet. They could just solely be within the, the Web2 world right now and are getting familiar with Web3 and mm-hmm. are just starting to formulate their own thoughts. So I'm excited to see what happens in these next five. Uh, five years for sure is going to move so quickly, but also five to 10, I feel like we're going to see insane, insane um, projects that have a stronger impact on the world. Because uh, we're we like you and I, we're part of the Web3 space. So whenever we hear some news, like, oh my God, that's insane. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a huge, that's a huge role, but that's definitely less than like 10 to 20% of the world's population that even hears about this or right. learns about this. So I'm excited to see projects and DAOs that have a global impact for like the majority of the population. Yes. And yeah. how do we join <laughs> Strata Friends? <laughs> how do we join Strata Friends? Stay in touch with our social platforms. You know, um, we currently keep our Instagram for our physical artworks and uh, Twitter for the digital community and the Web3 community. Of course, down the road, those, will two, those two will uh, join together to become one sort of community uh, once everyone's caught up to that point. And yeah, so tap into both of those two socials and uh, come to our in-person exhibitions, our opening nights. We have a huge community that comes out to those. We're definitely way more social than the, than the average gallery. Uh, you won't have to go there feeling like it's a, a cold environment and you won't talk to anyone. I'm sure you'll find a great conversation to have with somebody and yeah. uh, you'll come away with a, good, a few good friends as well. Oh yeah. One of the most fun art galleries I went to was when there was a DJ and it was literally like a mm-hmm. party. There was like mm-hmm. pizza down was there and there was a DJ and then there was food, drinks, DJ, art, digital and physical art. It was such a good time. Yeah. I had a blast. Yeah. Um, so yeah. strata.world is the website. So check out their site, follow their discord. Um, you know, if you're an artist, definitely check it out, learn more, see how you can become part of the community. And, you know, especially for those who want to get more exposure or funding for your art, Strata World is an incredible community to be a part of. And to end the podcast, what is a personal model of yours that you live by? Or a quote that oh my god absolutely yeah i have one that i say all the time which is uh you got to start somewhere yes um, you just gotta start exactly um or is you have if you want to have an in-person exhibition and you know you the only option for a space that you have isn't necessarily like the the cleanest most upscale environment start somewhere just start yeah. the community just start, start showing artworks like that step just start somewhere yeah yeah and um that's my biggest that's my biggest one i love that well well thank you so much for joining our podcast and sharing your heart sharing about strata i love what you're doing for the world and i can't wait to see the future collections and potential art gallery shows and events Uh, i'll definitely absolutely i'll keep you updated bringing friends (laughs) yeah love that can't wait awesome thank you so much paul appreciate it thank you lisa Thanks for joining us this week on Season 1 of The Dow Factor. Follow The Dow Factor on Twitter and YouTube to watch videos of our podcast, where we'll be dropping a new video every week featuring key leaders of DAOs, community builders, and leaders in Web3.